0: Shadow Stocking 101 is available through the show notes. In this course you're going to learn the art and practice of somatic shadow integration using the synchrosoma method. Through this work you will develop the skills and practices to take with you through everything that you do in this life. We learn how to work with reality from our biggest identity, witness consciousness. Join me there. Now let's get started with the show. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is Synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, Synchrosoma.com. Let's start by taking a long, slow inhalation through the nose. And have a long, slow exhalation. And then keep breathing and just feel yourself dropping down into your seat. If you're driving, keep your eyes open. But if you're not driving, you can just close your eyes and feel inwardly to whatever you're experiencing right now in your body. You may notice that you haven't noticed that you are a little tight in some area or numb or uncomfortable or thirsty. And just notice without making any change or running to fix what you're experiencing just notice what you feel. And now if your eyes are closed you can just Open your eyes and look around here to this space where you are right now and notice that all of what you see and all of what you feel inwardly is all part of you. You are connected to everything and everyone everywhere. I'm here in my tiny house, it's not tiny, it's small. Sitting by the fire, I just started a fire. It's it's still pretty cold out, but it's midday and um I like to start a fire around midday, get that going, get it warm in here. And what a perfect circumstance to talk about burning chi and the handmade life and you know, I refer to a lot of my older podcasts here. If you're new to this podcast, it's really great to go back through. They're very short. They're, you know, 15-minute podcasts, so you can look up the subject that you're interested in. There's a tiny description in the show notes so you can see, like, what it's about. Um, there's a early podcast about chi, chi hoarding, I think it's called, and and... Today, what I want to talk about is chi burning and, and counteracting that with a handmade life. Well, the, the idea of a handmade life is that we're coming out of the fast product, consuming, buying materialism that tends to run a lot of modern man, modern woman, modern person, we have created a, a world that that is quickly using up resources. We could call that the chi burning of the whole world. And And this attitude that we kind of fall asleep to because we just got to go get the gas or we just got to get the thing we need from the store. We just got to do the thing we need to do. Not only is it taking us out of hand making our life because we want to be more slow and and creative but it's actually taking us away from our natural self our the, the way humans have been for thousands and thousands of years for millennia we have made things we have done things with our hands in per- particular and and that's stopped for most people unless you really like cooking or doing yard work or having a life that's pretty active and building and making things or if you're an artist there's a there's this big chance that you don't you know do needle and thread and and repair things that you that you buy something new once it's broken that you have let go of your natural human ability to do things with your hands and if if you um if you have the kinds of toes that don't move around very well they're kind of they all move together they're pretty stiff there's a chance that you've um developed at least your lineage to not be doing things connected to the earth as well. And when I was teaching regular yoga classes, we did a lot of foot stuff. We spread the toes. We we did grounding things, but really more like getting our toes mobile again. Well, it's the same thing with hands. And this work that we're doing in somatic shadow integration, showing up for self, has a lot to do with getting heart connected, uh, being with self, holding self, and the the metaphor of the hands being the, our ally in being in the world and and working in the world is really important. So, it you may not you may not want to quit your computer desk job in order to become a builder, but you might you might want to actually consider that your lifestyle, your not hand making lifestyle is. Um, has been if you've got back problems if you if you don't move around a lot if you have atrophied muscles if you sit a lot you know it might be really hard on you and it might be worth changing your life and making less money if you still have a job in today's world but it's this is a life or death thing this is a quality of life and quality of death thing what is the quality of your day-to-day life and so back to the chi burning is the the fire kind of crackles here. Maybe I'll just add another, I don't know if you can hear this, but I'll just add a little more wood as we talk about fire and, and, and um, you know, the, the metabolism of our life. Fire is very much related to our ability to digest life and and have it continue to move through our body and, and chi flow which is what that really is about. So when we're when we're not in a flow of energy and when we're using up resources, so sitting at a desk, for example, is going to be really hard on your chi. You can have a lot of stagnation in your body, and you can also be burning it in order to be able to do something like that. So it could be that you're going to adjust your life so that you you half of the day are doing that kind of work. And the other half of the day, you're instead of paying people to do yard work for you, you're going to go attend to your own yard and get connected to earth. And this is really where where we can start to get our chi flowing again. And I, I really can't think of a more important and quick remedy for a lot of stagnation, fatigue, um, malaise, ennui, general, like not really enjoying life um, can be corrected pretty quickly. Um, and, and for those of you who had a lot, have had a lot of chi stagnation, you might actually find a lot of fiery, ragey kind of anger come up once you get your chi flowing, and that's totally fine. It's, um, it, it's normal to have a lot of emotional state. You know, what I teach people to do is work with this somatically. So you, you want to go from the story or the idea that, that upsets you to the emotion or thoughts. Um, thoughts and emotions, you want to go to the energy and, and work with it energetically rather than blasting people or, or, or projecting But so back to the idea of the chi flow. So we want to come out of a chi stagnation or a chi burning, and we want to get into chi flow. And and that is remedied quickly when we start to get back into a normal or I should say traditional human movement pattern and being in the world pattern, um, this is super important. So, am I saying to quit your job as a as a long-distance trucker? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm saying that it could be that certain aspects of this this life that we're living right now are really not conducive to to having energy easily digested moving through our bodies and I, I taught yoga in a rural location regularly, um, many days a week, for a couple decades, for a couple decades, and I have a lot of experience with people that moved to my rural location after retirement or while they were still working, and 20 years of experience with hundreds of students taught me something that people that worked outside doing hard physical labor were in better shape than people that had high paying jobs where they sat in offices. And those are the people that had to get medical attention and physical therapy and do all the things to try to correct just a a lifestyle that was not connected to hard work, using body the way it's meant to lift heavy things people don't even know how to lift heavy objects anymore without hurting their backs. And that's muscle atrophy. You know, the glutes are gone, the hamstrings are gone, the back is gone. These muscles are, are almost non-existent. And so you'll pick up something, you know, even in your 70s, 80s, you we could be able to pick up heavy objects. But without having real movement and making our life about movement and making our life about using our hands, we might, and you, and it's not the same as tapping on a keyboard, but I want to get to the handmade life stuff just a little bit more. There's more to it than just making things or building things or repairing things. A handmade life is psycho-spiritually fulfilling to be able to look at an object that you created, whether it's a piece of art or a piece of furniture or something you knitted or, or something that you wove, um, it, is, it is fulfilling on a deep psycho-spiritual level, a human, natural, caveman, whatever you want to call it, ancient place. We have an ancient impulse to be using our hands to feel, not only to be with each other and hold each other, but to work with the material world. And this is how we transform the material world into a highly positive place for soul growth, consciousness training, connection Presence, all the things that we are learning to do through somatic shadow integration and and being firmly anchored in soma we this This is a natural thing for humans if you know children who are very in their bodies and very uh, feeling full and connected who haven't had that interrupted by some uh, you know dark indoctrination into the the mainstream. You, you probably have a, an if you have ever known a hippie kid that's got some good grounded parenting, not, you know, like just chaos, but if you've, if you've known a kid like that, that spent a lot of time in nature, and there's this ability of those kinds of children that you, that you, that you, that, you, that is lacking in the, the computer screen children of the, of the, uh, mainstream so all of this is to kind of bring us around to this concept of how to get our chi flowing and without continuing to burn or stagnate or hoard our chi, but how to get ourselves back really in a very simple way to make our life. And the, 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 we could make a list right now, cook your food. Clean your own house. If you have somebody coming to your house to clean it, you've got too much stuff and you've got too big of a house. Even if you have a regular job, clean your own house. Do your yard work. You know, it's fine to get help to do stuff, but be involved with the things that you have in your life. Be involved with your own objects and then start to kind of use your hands in connection with them to maybe make decisions about things you don't want or don't need. You know, you don't necessarily have to spark joy in things. You know, a lot of things are tools, they're not gonna spark your joy, but you're going to feel their use. And if they're right, you know, this, this fire that I'm working on right now, you know, that I'm adding to, this is, this is a tool Um, it makes me happy, you know, it feels really good to be near this warm fire. So I, I, it's, um, it's a necessary object and it's a really good one. So that's, that's kind of that layer of it. And then there's also the creative layer. If you have yet to have found a creative outlet that is tactile, that is using your hands, not digital art is fine. I'm not bashing that at all. And I am suggesting that you, you know, this is why the Waldorf schools and the Montessori schools and these schools that are really like into childhood development rather than indoctrination into mainstream, you know, preschool to prison pipeline or whatever. This is why these progressive and and experience-based learning places are all about creativity you know they teach kids in the waldorf schools to play a recorder and knit when they're like you know 3 i highly recommend you pick up something and you start learning how to do it with your hands whether you're crocheting or you're doing stuff with and it doesn't matter if you're man or woman or you know any gender what thing you would be doing, but find something, you know, find something that you can start creatively doing with your hands, painting watercolors, drawing, uh, stitching, needlepoint, clay. Um, There's a lot of things you could collage. There's a lot of things you could do where you don't need any training at all. And you've got YouTube, you can learn to do anything. You can learn to make any kind of jewelry, do any kind of thing you want to do. And then, you know, work with your, you know, back to the thing of of having your hands on your own stuff, working with your own stuff, doing your own labor, and you're going to find out really quick if you even want these things or this life. When you, If you're a long-distance trucker, I, I would be so happy if there was a long-distance trucker <laughs> listening to my podcast and and being on the road and listening to this or anybody who does driving for a living you know if you're doing that and your hands are on the steering wheel right now and you're thinking to yourself this is really not feeding my soul this work it's okay to change what you do even though people are really terrified right now about having their vocation and what they're doing for a living it's okay to take a risk and change what you're doing in your life so that you can get your your bot, your muscles growing again, your chi flowing again, your life being handmade by you. And just to drive this home a little bit more, your hands are extensions of your heart. If you hold your arms out right now by your sides, you will see that they are a long connected magic wand that started at the hub of your heart. And so I'm going to leave you with that. This is the place where we can begin in heart and be extending that out through whatever we do with our hands. If you enjoy the content here or you read my Instagram posts and you enjoy that content, one way you can really help me is to share it with your friends and people you really care about. I'm dedicated to bringing somatic shadow integration practices to anybody who wants tools they can use on their own for their inner work and feel themselves growing and evolving. I have a lot of courses. There's more stuff coming out this year. The big thing is the heart path. I hope you can join me for that. Of course, you can find Shadow Stalking 101 in the show notes. And I do coaching one-on-one. I also have a series of courses, Slayer Dragons, which helps us get into our personal archetypes and and make things that had been enemy or disconnected from us allies in our soul growth. And then we work with the Guardians of Manifestation and Truth. That's sort of like the next layer after Slayer Dragons. And I've started a coach training for people who want to get into this work and make it their vocation. I'm really glad you joined me for this podcast and find me here again next Tuesday for more shadow stalking, shadow integration, and somatic shadow integration practices. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.